Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, Rachel. Hi, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Hello. Good times. Yes. It's been a half a week, and hats off to us that we're even getting together for this, because I don't know many women as strong as us. I almost thought that we weren't going to make this week's episode either, um, but we're doing it, so hats off to us for sure. Yeah, I feel a million times better today. So I'm like, oh, we should do this. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. So apologies to everybody that we missed last week. Yes. Um, I was really sick and things just, you know, weren't going well. So we had to take a little break. Yeah. But things are better now. So thank God. Yeah. Yeah. So we're doing it. Hopefully we are through the fire. And not in the frying pan. And not, yeah, not in the (laughs) frying pan. Right. Exactly. Oh, girl. So I did want to start with a little bit of housekeeping before we start talking about the book, if that's okay with you. Well, of course. What am I going to say? No, click. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. Your housekeeping is my housekeeping, but you're the one doing it. So feel free. Okay, good. Well, I just wanted to say that we had somebody complete the reading challenge. (gasps) Oh, yay for them. (laughs) Yeah. So I wanted to give a big shout out to uh, Bourbon Books and Brenda for being the first person to complete our reading challenge. I'm very excited. So happy for you. Congratulations. I shared her... Uh, completed board on our Instagram a couple weeks ago when she completed the challenge. Uh huh. And I'm going to put the board also in our Facebook group so people can see what she read for each box if they needed some ideas on books to read. Oh, that's a um, good idea for their challenge. Yes. Don't give up. Yeah. And I actually have read a couple of things on her challenge. So that's exciting. I just read. That's <laughs> that's challenging enough for me. Well, I'm also I'm doing our challenge as well. <laughs> well, I assume you are. I'll shamelessly say that I'm occasionally I will find a book that fits in the challenge and I'll update my board and then I post the board on my bookstagram account. So even I'm doing it. I thought I might be the only person completing it, but we had somebody <laughs> do it. So that's exciting. Hey, yeah, I apologize because I have a hard enough time reading a book for the podcast and then reading a book for me. And that's usually what I do. I read two books at once, my homework book during the day, and then I read my pleasure book at night. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I don't have time for some for the challenge. So I apologize. I because I uh, track everything I read. It's maybe a little bit easier for me to also do the challenge because I can go back through my Goodreads and kind of figure out 
you know, after the fact, uh-huh. what I might have read and think about it if it will fit one of the boxes. Well, plus you read twice as many books as I do a month, so. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do read a lot, but I don't, yeah, I enjoy it, so whatever. Yeah, considering That's- you have a family and a full-time job and I'm retired, <laughs> it cracks me up. <laughs> that I'm still reading more. Yeah, when I when I sit down to paint, I'm like, "Oh, Rachel's probably reading now." When I go out to garden, I'm like, "Oh, Rachel's probably reading now." And I absolutely am. Yeah. I'm like, "Well, I am more diversified." You are. I'm not I have like one vice and it's reading. <laughs> yeah, I have an attention span of a gnat, so I have to have multiple things to to think about and dive into so that I feel like I'm I'm accomplished. I guess I'm, I'm only like that with TV. Like I can't, it's really hard for me to watch TV and not also do something else. I can't really just sit there and focus on the TV screen, but I can focus on like my e-reader for hours with no issues. I don't, I don't understand why that is. It just is. I'm like really picky about what I watch on TV. I can't watch a lot of reality TV. And so when I'm, when I have TV on, I have to watch it. But there are certain shows, I know exactly what you mean, that it's like, I need some background chatter while I'm doing something else. Or like cooking or whatever. Or even around the house, I'll listen to podcasts at home with my wireless headphones. So well, I'm embarrassed to say this, but sometimes when I'm cooking, and I can't find a podcast I like, I listen to our podcast. Rachel's voice so I'll put our podcast on oh that's so sweet well you know you're my my kid (laughs) I'm the mama for you so it's like I want to hear Rachel oh that's adorable well if you were anyone else I would be listening to music I don't know (laughs) I'll take it all right so when I see the bumps in our uh, downloads it's probably just you No, is it a download to listen to it on Spotify? I don't know how the tracking works, honestly. Yeah, it might either. be considered a download. Who knows? And sometimes I just listen to them from the emails you've sent me. So that's not in our download. Yeah, that's a good way to do it too, probably. All right. Mm-hmm. So are we ready to talk about the book? Yes, we're going to do things a little differently this time, right? You're going to do an overview of the book and then we're going to have a discussion about it, correct? Yes. Yay. I think so. I think so too. I think could not find the actual page number page count for this book i tried i looked it up on amazon i checked the e-reader and it would just tell me like location uh you know sometimes it gives you like page or word location or something yeah i I couldn't find the page count for this i'm assuming it was 200 something pages but that's a complete guess on my part oh that's interesting i wish you had told me that because i would have tried to see if why do i think i could have found it if you couldn't find it i don't know (laughs) (laughs) like toying with here let's be real come on now well my whole point for saying that is i feel like this was like a normal quote-unquote normal length of a book yes but i really don't feel like anything happened so i feel like this might be a good book for us to just kind of yeah give a very general overview of things and then our talk about what we liked yeah okay All right. Yeah, I think that's the way to do it. So go ahead. Okay, so this book is Stolen in the Dark, Faye Bureau of Investigation, book number one, and the author is Scarlett West. So in this book, we have our female main character. Her name is, I say Adelie. 
how do you think her name is pronounced? Adelie. Okay. I think Adelie is right. A-D-A-L-E-E. So I kind of kept veering towards Adele while I was reading it, but I think it's actually Adelie is how you're supposed to say it. Anyways, doesn't really matter. She's a college age girl. She's working at a bar, mm-hmm. you know, just a bar, serves food, whatever, typical dive bar. As a waitress, uh, we find out that she's trying to get her bachelor's degree in criminal justice. Um, her parents were kidnapped when I believe she was four years old. And ever since then, she was in the foster care system. She has this like sixth sense almost an intuition that is with her hair. (laughs) I don't even really know how to describe this. It It was was very different. It was very bizarre to me. Uh, Hold on one second. My cat is freaking out. (laughs) Yeah, hold on. He's so demanding when he wants to be let in the room. Well, of course. He he wants to know what kind of shenanigans you're up to. (laughs) Yeah. So um, the book opens with Adelie working at her job at the bar. And there's a stranger in the bar. She refers to him at first as raven hair because he has raven colored hair. Mm -hmm. And um, he's very ominous and just kind of staring at her a lot. At one point when she's at work, there's a homeless man that comes in that she's known for a long time. His name is Gavin. She gives him her lunch which apparently she does a lot Mm -hmm. gavin goes on his way he will pop up again later the beginning of this book to me was interesting but also kind of bizarre because the hair thing really comes up a lot in this book yes kind of like her and not even like her scalp she specifically says it's her hair follicles themselves will kind of warn her of danger and all these things yes it starts to tingle basically what ends up happening is at the end of the shift her boss his name is brody he is hitting on her she turns him down she goes in the parking lot and she ends up getting attacked in the parking lot and um stabbed with something in the neck she thinks that it was brody and somebody else came out she wasn't sure who and she ends up passing out in the parking lot she wakes up later maybe the next day and she's in the room with the raven-haired person she still doesn't know this man's name Mm -hmm. she asks you know like you kidnapped me he says basically he says no i didn't kidnap you i like rescued you he there was poison in her system because the stab was a syringe of poison or something Mm -hmm. it's kind of a little cryptic but she's leery because she's with this guy but she's also kind of like well he is helping me and he hasn't hurt me so sure we've all seen Dexter at some point he um talks to her and he says that she is Faye well she doesn't believe him she's like that's there's no way but she does understand that she has some abilities right like her hair (laughs) um she also thinks about how she can't lie And she thinks that in response to him saying that he can't lie because Faye can't lie. Right. And she also thinks there was like another thing with her hair where it just magically stopped growing on its own when it got to a certain length. He tells her like there's a glamour on you that you can't tell that your magic is being suppressed in the form of these like hidden arm cuffs. He shows her the hidden arm cuffs. She still doesn't believe him. She thinks, well, you could just be playing tricks on me. Um, He says, no, like you are very powerful, but these bands are suppressing your power. Uh, We finally learn his name. And let me see what chapter was this. We finally learn his name. Chapter five. (laughs) We finally (laughs) learn his name is Damien. Um, He talks to her about kidnappings that are happening that are affecting Faye 
people. Right. The Fae. Yes. Um, it's kidnappings of adults. And he explains to her how fairy and earth are basically overlapping realms, but that the people of fa- fairy, the fae people, have to survive in order for earth to survive. Talks about the different kingdoms, like winter kingdom. And he's saying that there is a magical shield on fairy so that the kidnappings are not happening in fairy. They're only happening on the earth fae. Yes. So we get kind of a good info dump on what's happening and what the whole kind of premise of this book is and how she ends up becoming a member of the Fay Bureau of Investigation. Yeah. <laughs> he thinks that her parents' kidnapping is related to these kidnappings that are happening now, but that the kidnappings are becoming more frequent. He wants her help to figure out kind of what's going on. And also it's not safe for her to remain in earth because she is so powerful. And because she's like an unclaimed female. Oh yeah. People could kind of have rights to her, what have you. Right. So she's really moved by the thought of the Fae children losing their parents and going through the same thing that she went through because she didn't have a good time, obviously through the foster care system. Yeah, It was pretty horrible. She, yeah. She had a rough go of it. They tried to brush her hair. Yes. It, people would try to brush her hair and it was painful. Any, yeah. Anybody touching her hair, it hurt her, but then also she never got adopted. And so she had to move the foster homes frequently. So she does eventually agree to join him in the uh, quote unquote FBI. She is going to have to give up her old life and join the FBI. And while she's a member of the FBI, she's going to live with him. Of course. In his house. Yeah, of course. (laughs) She kind of agrees because she did want to join the human FBI anyways. That's why she was going to school for criminal justice. She she didn't want to work on missing persons cases because of what happened to her in her own childhood. So this kind of fits with everything. And because her hair is giving her like, okay feelings, I guess, towards this random person, the raven haired Damien character, she agrees. Um, He does touch her hair and it doesn't hurt, which is shocking to her. Yes. So she goes to the FBI offices. She has a couple run-ins with people in the break room and there's bitches everywhere you work (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) she runs into this woman in the break room who is a bitch to her then a couple guys come in and they talk about feeding off of her and she's kind of like this is weird and of course damien gets very possessive he says you know i'm protecting her and the whole she's mine sort of right territorial aspect of things Well, come to find out that they feed through emotions and the strongest emotions are through sex. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. So, yes. And so he says like that he would feed off of her if she allowed it, but Faye only feed off of people when it's allowed. If she ever takes her armbands off and has full access to her powers, she will also need to feed. And he would, of course, insist that she fed with him. (laughs) Yes. He keeps hoisting her on his desk throughout the book. He wants to take her to the Winter Kingdom to meet the king, but says that she needs protection first. So they have some pretty intense, um, what I would think of as magical foreplay, Mm -hmm. until she agrees to wear his mark. And it's kind of like an invisible ink tattoo on her chest 
that is a like design that matches a piece of jewelry she had from her parents. He thinks that it was interesting that the only thing she has left from her parents that pattern is the same as his family crest. So a little foreshadowing right. there. They do go to fairy, but the king is not there. So instead, he shows her the town in fairy. Um, he takes her to the orphanage. And he also takes her to her childhood home where she was born. She doesn't remember it at all. Um, she doesn't remember anything about fairy. Um, and she does not go inside, but she is kind of interested. You know, kind of interested in the things in the town. They go back to the Earth realm, I suppose. Back to the FBI offices there. And she meets the team. Turns out her team that she's going to be working with is that bitch <laughs> from the break room. And the two guys. Right. Uh, they're twins. The two guys that were harassing her. And then I think a couple other people. Well, the two were the ones trying to feed off of her. Yes. The twins were the ones trying to be all over her and... Great, and now they're co-workers. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So then they spend two weeks training. You get a little bit of insight on her learning about weapons, learning about what little she can do with her magic, and just kind of being a law enforcement officer in general. Um, She's really good at everything she does, of course. Eventually, at the end of this two weeks, they do have, they do end up making out. Yeah. And at one point at the end of making out, he declares that she is his fated mate. Ta-da. <laughs> yeah. Not surprising. Mm-hmm. She says that she wants to keep it professional. So she's kind of reluctant about, you know, the making out and what have you. Even though she's drawn to him. Yes. You know, HR would have had a field day with this guy. Uh, yes, he mm-hmm. would have. <laughs> so even though it's been two weeks that she's been there training with the FBI unit, she now she wants to go back to her house, her apartment she had, and get her cat. She doesn't really care about any of her possessions. She didn't have much anyways. Uh, but she really, really wants to go and finally get her cat. So they do go... Um, when they get to her apartment, it turns out that somebody had broken in, but she does have a security tape in her security camera in her apartment because of just being kind of in a rougher neighborhood, I suppose. Mm-hmm. So they watch the tapes. It turns out the person that broke in was Brody, her boss from the bar. Damien tells her that Brody is an unsully fay. And so she's, of course, shocked. She thought Brody was a human. He says that an unsully is a demon disguised as a human. While they're there checking the tapes, there's an explosion and a guy comes in to attack them. And they try to take him captive so they can question him. And he ends up doing like what I think was like a cyanide pill in his tooth or something. Yeah. We don't know where this pill came from, but yeah. So he ends up killing himself instead of being taken captive. So that's kind of crazy. So they get out of the apartment. They go back to his home. She showers. He heals her a little bit. Uh, He explains a little bit more about the faded mate thing. And they get interrupted by a assignment, like a kidnapping in a, progress yeah there's a lot of kidnappings that are happening yes in this book that's the main theme in this book of events kidnappings everywhere so they go to the scene of the crime damien is able to disarm the um kidnapper while she tries to keep some of the kids safe they manage to escape the scene of the crime with that woman and her children 
and they sift to fairy to a healer and the healer um takes off this like they had like a magical um tracking like low jack mm-hmm. on them yes <laughs> the the woman that was supposed to be kidnapped. So the healer removes that. Damien disappears with the healer. And when he comes back, he looks healthier. Got that glow. And he's got that like freshly effed glow. <laughs> <laughs> so of course, um, Adelie assumes that they had sex because he said that was the like preferred method of feeding. I didn't really like this conflict in the book, but we can circle back mm-hmm. to that. Now it's nighttime. They go to bed the next morning. They wake up. There's another kidnapping, and when they get there, there's three kids there who are a little injured, maybe, or they were just scared. So she is comforting them. But while they're at their house, there's another explosion. Mm-hmm. She is able to use her magic to heal the kids that are injured. Yes. At this uh, location. I can't remember if they were injured before she got there or if they got injured because of the explosion. But either way, she's able to use her magic on the children. Uh, What do you call those things at the beach when you're looking for a metal detector? Like, I feel like her hair is like a metal detector. Uh (laughs) Her hair starts tingling as if there's something like important she needs to be looking for. And so she goes on what Damien calls a scavenger Mm -hmm. hunt. She ends up finding... I think it was a box and inside the box was a picture and it was a picture of herself when she was a little girl, but she can't remember anything from that picture. Yes. And that confused me too. Yeah. So it's a little odd that she found this picture of herself in this room, in this like apartment or house, what have you. Doesn't really come back in this book. Um, They go back and they end up reviewing the security footage a little bit more from her apartment with the Brody situation. Uh, Damien explains that he thinks that Brody is a shadow knight and a personal servant of the Unsully Queen, who hasn't been seen, I think they said, in 50 yeah, years. Yeah, I thought that was odd, too. So there's, like, the Unsully Queen. We don't really get much info on that. But apparently she has knights and... So maybe she just doesn't leave fairy. I'm not... It's not very clear. Uh, so finally, the king demands a meeting with um Adelie mm-hmm. so uh, Damien takes Adelie back to fairy uh the king is disgusting <laughs> <laughs> he's a total pig oh, yeah. um he tells her that if she steps out of line she will serve in his harem it's disgusting and it's gross. an honor to be in his harem of, of course, course. <laughs> she should be honored it's not a punishment mm-hmm. it's a benefit yeah <laughs> Typical uh, government BS. This isn't a punishment. This is good for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) We're we're doing what's best for you. Trust us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. So they go to leave uh, the king's palace area. And there's an attack. And the king gets injured. And then, of course, the king blames her for the attack because she was there when the attack happened. Yeah. The king is able to heal from his injuries. But when Adelie questions Damien, like, you you know I had nothing to do with this, right? He actually says, I don't know. And he doesn't necessarily believe her. He's a little leery. So that was kind of bizarre, but okay. Yeah, and he wants her out of the FBI organization and away from him. The king yeah. does. Then we jump to them going 
where they think Brody was the bar um, to kind of investigate the Brody situation some more. And I guess she's kind of on like probation at this point. So she's able to still do some stuff with the FBI, but she's been on put on notice. Mm -hmm. What have you while they're at the bar, one of them trips a hidden like alarm and they get ambushed and they are able to get out of there. Um, But then a little while later, Damien's questioning her about some stuff and she's not able to remember things. And he thinks it's weird that she can't remember things even though they've talked about them previously and now all of a sudden she's having memory right. issues. They go back to the Faith healer. Her name was uh, Kiara um, to help get Adelie's memories back. She does get her mm. memories back, but boy, do I wish she yeah. ever did. Oh, because pretty. turns out Brody used to feed off of her, which is disgusting mm-hmm. and completely unnecessary addition to this story in my opinion yeah he would <laughs> he would roofie her and take her back to his place and then feed off of her it's disgusting she doesn't uh, describe anything in the book in detail but it is very clear that she has been violated mm-hmm. they decide to try to ambush brody at his house while they're there i don't think brody was there right he wasn't there but she gets that kind of hair yeah. sensation mm-hmm. of there's another thing here you need right. to find you have to find yep. it quick so she's able to find a box hidden in the ceiling of the bathroom i believe it was i don't remember what was in the box it was like a the book or something was in the box yeah there's it? some black leathered bound book inside it and it contains all the names and addresses including um hers of the fae people oh yeah it had like it has the kidnapping a, right. info okay yeah that's right so while they're looking at this book they found at brody's place there is a date in there that just happens to be for today because apparently they planned these kidnappings so well they even planned them in advance and put the days that they were going to snatch these people <laughs> don't so most they, uh kidnappers do that put everything in writing so it can be yes. used against them in a court of law you don't want to forget your nefarious <laughs> right. uh, exactly yeah yeah <laughs> so many evil plans it's hard to keep right. them all they straight. need a flow chart <laughs> <laughs> so they do go to that location Uh, Nobody was there, but there is another explosion Uh that happens while they're there. She says, well, let's go to the bar now because that was like the next item or the next location of a kidnapping or for some reason, I'm not very clear, but they end up going to the bar next. Damien does tell her, this is your last chance and don't mess this up because if you do, you're going to end up in that harem. While they're going to the bar, she ends up finding (laughs) Gavin, that homeless man from earlier in the book, injured in an alley under a bush. And yeah okay she's all i've seen those shoes before sticking out from that bush gavin is injured well it turns out gavin is Faye himself it turns out gavin is from the summer court they like take gavin i think they take him somewhere right to hide him because he's injured so that they can deal with brody if he's in the bar yeah even though they're from opposite courts and you know they shouldn't be helping him they she adelaide says, I'm not leaving unless you help him. And so they begrudgingly end up helping him. Yeah, because Gavin's important to her because she's known Gavin for a really long time. She's known Gavin for like 20 years at this point. Yeah, I'd be a little suspicious of a homeless man that knew me for 20 years. (laughs) 
okay, I'm not the author of this book. Gavin does tell them that he knows the hideout for Brody. He gives them the location. They sift there and they do end up fighting some people when they get there. But while they're there, Adelie ends up getting taken out of there by like a big giant. So one of my favorite songs is called Swan in the Water. And there's a line in there okay. that says, this world is trying to break me. And I truly believe this man is writing this song about me. <laughs> <laughs> Those dogs are trying to break me. And it's hilarious because when I do listen to our own podcast, so I can hear you in the kitchen and the dogs hear themselves barking, they totally freak out and don't know what to do. <laughs> hey, oh, Max, geez. The giant takes um, her. Every, the giant takes her, but everybody is able to follow her to wherever this location is. Brody does end up showing up finally. They have a big fight. Adelie suddenly knows exactly what to do with her magic to help the team. And a bunch of random stuff ends up happening. I'm not sure what. And they do manage to get Brody into some handcuffs so that they can take him back to the FBI location. They have him in a holding cell. For questioning, which apparently the holding cell is designed to torture yes. you while you wait. Like, oh my god, no Geneva Convention for these people. By the time they question him, I swear they question him for yeah. two minutes before he yeah. dies. <laughs> and they say his body gained from out from the torture. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, and I'm thinking he's a demon. Shouldn't he be torture proof? Know. But I guess yeah. not. And there, he's just like, oh, I guess his body just gave out from the torture. Okay, on to the next thing. So then they leave the the torture room <laughs> questioning thing. They get in the elevator and he does some like double clicking of her mouse in the elevator. Very interesting turn of events here. Uh, and then they go straight from that in the elevator to talking to Gavin again. <laughs> yeah, I, okay. It turns out that Gavin knew Adelie's mom because apparently her mom, I think was from the summer court yeah, also. Yeah, she was. And so that's why Gavin has been following Adelie this whole time because he agreed to keep her safe. Uh, so then they get summoned back to Ferry to see the king because oh of all this God. disastrous events that keep yes. happening. <laughs> and all the king cares about. He doesn't care about the people being kidnapped, but all he cares about is a sex slave. Apparently you got to keep yourself well fed <laughs> if you're the king. <laughs> yeah. It's hard work. Yeah. So before they go to see the king even though they got summoned in the meantime they're able to check some sort of paperwork that i don't remember where this paper came from but on the paper it says that adelie is an ancient and is of the highest magical order and has unlimited power basically and damien does say that he is an ancient as well but he's still gonna take and, her to the, the king because Quote, yes, they will train you, house you, and you may even find female friends. And what woman doesn't want other female friends? Yes, but then also it does say on the paperwork where her clan is from. And it turns out that her clan and Damien's clans are ancient enemies. And even though they're fated mates, they are also forbidden from having a relationship and they are sworn to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. So they go straight from this revelation of her being an ancient and the clan and we're enemies to see the king. The king says that he will claim her for 10 years. <laughs> and if after the 10 years, her clan and Damien's clans are no longer feuding, she basically can leave and go back to him. Then 
Damien gets upset because he's trying to take his fated mate away from him and he ends up killing the king and getting arrested. And that's how the book ends. Yes. So I feel like a lot of stuff in this book happened, but because a lot of things happened were repeats of things that happened earlier. Oh my God. I feel like a lot of stuff happened, but also it didn't happen at the same time. If I had to see the push and pull or read one more time about how they he starts touching her and says disgusting things to her and then she starts melting into him and then going no I can't do this and pushes him away I'm like for the love of god I'll do him if we can just move on from this (laughs) just to get it over with I feel like they were actually both very inconsistent characters. He would go from this like robotic, um, very strict agent. um, Agent, you're disobeying an order. And then he's like, I'm going to put my cock in your pussy so deep that Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh my God. He wasn't like an actual character unless he was dirty talking her. The best thing about him was his dirty talk. I didn't even like his dirty (laughs) talk. I didn't. That was him. He went from like robot to sex robot for her she was constantly doing the we need to keep this professional but i am drawn to him and i should give in and oh my my hair thinks he's okay so i should think he's okay but no no he's my boss oh my freaking god just i wanted them both to pick a lane (laughs) pick a lane and stick to it i agree and it's like fine if you do that once or twice but 30 times this book could have been half the length of what it was because they did it so many times so that was the characters but then the plot itself was constant fight scenes kidnappings explosions i'm not even joking i think there were four explosions in this book well and the last and four kidnappings the last fight scene i was like page after page after page after page of then they threw iron grenades and then they did this. And I was like, oh my God, how long? We've had world wars that were shorter than the wars that transpired <laughs> in this book. So there was a lot of time and... Sorry, I'm messing with my mic. There was a lot of, like you're saying, there's a lot of pages dedicated to this sort of stuff and not the things I actually wanted to yeah. know about. I wanted to have more information about like the picture they found of her or uh, I wouldn't say more about the hair situation. Oh, the hair thing was very weird to me and I could never I get over either. it. As soon as that the first time it happened <laughs> in the first chapter, I'm like, what the hell? Her hair? Yeah, it, it instantly put me, me off too. The, yeah. the hair thing. Then they had a lot of conversations that really went nowhere. Yeah. She would ask him a question and he would not answer the question. He would say something else. I wanted them to have more dialogue that actually mattered. I would have preferred that to the fight scenes and the kidnappings and, you know, some of the other things that happened in the book. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I mean, when it first started off and I, the hair thing freaked me out, but I thought, okay, I'm going to, I'll put that aside because, you know, it could still be good. And it just, didn't do it for me. It's not what I want in a romance. I just didn't find their romance believable, I guess. Okay, so the thing that really bugged me in this book at the beginning was that he says specifically that he wants to figure out what's going on with the cuffs that she has Mm -hmm. on, but he never does. He never investigates the cuffs and 
how he could take them off because he said he would take them off, but they might hurt her. He wasn't sure. Maybe they were like booby trapped. So he never does any of that stuff. But then it specifically says they spent two weeks training. Like you're going to train her on how to shoot a fake gun and do these other things, but you're not going to do any investigation to help her with her magic that might actually help well, her. Well, especially since he said well, he could tell she would be unstoppable once they got them off of her. I think they needed to take those cuffs off her, and I'm sure they're going to do it in another book, but I it should have happened in the first book. I agree. And then what else happened that... Too much about her cat? Yeah, her cat played a prominent role in the yeah. book. Oh, there was something else that I really wanted them to go back to, but they never... I, I feel like too much stuff was dedicated to the suspense and the kidnapping aspect of things and not enough of it was focused on the character development so that at the end of the book i didn't really like either mm -hmm. character and i didn't really care enough about them to keep reading this yeah series. i won't i won't keep reading it and then i <laughs> wondered well what are they so her parents were kidnapped god how many years ago she was four and what is she now 20 something i don't think it ever says she said, but yeah, early 20s. I I'm like, assume. you're telling me that they think these people kidnapped these fae people and they're still alive? Yeah, at one point he thinks that her parents are still I'm alive. like, well, what are they doing with them all this time? Feeding off of them? Probably. Oh, gross. I didn't even think but, about I that. But I mean, what else could they be doing with them? Using them in labor camps? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Ugh. No, yeah, that I never even thought about what they yeah, were. I wanted more what they were I doing wanted a them. little more development too on the unseelie queen yes that never came mm -hmm. back around a lot of things were mentioned but they never came back yeah and I understand that the thing nowadays apparently is to write multiple books I I'm surprised really of how many books are on the market that it's not a one and done thing it's multiple books and so I think a lot of authors maybe are introducing characters that are going to be developed in later books but you need to make the first book interesting enough for me to want to engage in additional books that you've written i absolutely agree that that was the case in this book because this is a five book series all the books have already been like announced the titles mm -hmm. and everything i think yeah you have to really like the characters to read five books right give us something what's going on with these children you know the big thing with the parents were taken but the the children were left behind. Why not kill the children? You know, the horrible thing to say, but <laughs> why would they leave the children so they have additional supplies to drain later? Why not kill them if they're trying to kill their enemy off? And we all agree that <sighs> killing children are, is wrong. It's a horrible thing. You should burn in hell for all eternity. But I didn't understand why the parents were taken, but the children were left. Yeah. And then they say that the children will die when their parents disappear because the parents need to help them like develop their magic right. or something. But she didn't. Um, she? No, but they also said that they didn't. I don't think they thought her dad was a fae. So maybe she's only half fae. But how can she be half fae if she's an ancient with all this power? Because it's a fantasy. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He never like explains the faith thing to her very well and the in the terms of the faded mate aspect so when he realizes that she's his faded mate actually pretty early in the book he doesn't treat her like you would treat a normal oh my god mate. i was just going to say that i was just thinking of yeah. all the other authors whose characters were faded mates that i've read 
and been just been swooning think would give anything to have found that or experienced that i was like right in there you know me i i'm like mm-hmm. i feel like i'm having a threesome with some of these couples but the way he <laughs> treated her in this book it's was not with the reverence and respect of a fit and i guess i like that better i like the reverence of the love that the two faded mates share as opposed to I'm going to stick I, my cock in you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you on that. That's how I like my faded mates to be mm-hmm. also. I don't like when my faded mates are also enemies. Um, once they know that they're faded mates. Okay. If you don't know for some reason and the bond hasn't been solidified or what have you, I don't think these two even had a bond, but once he towards the end of the book he realizes what clan she's from and he tells her the whole we're destined to kill each other okay romeo and juliet she 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 instantly thinks oh well that's why i never really connected with him and why i was attracted but i was also pushing him away at the same time like this is your justification for your wishy-washy behavior (sighs) like no and he was just very moody. He didn't trust yeah. her at times. He didn't give her any information. I don't know. There was so much potential here. I kind of liked the whole premise of what was trying to happen here, but I didn't really like the execution. Yeah, and I, I'm going to say this, but I'm not going to mention the name of the book. We both know what other book I'm reading at this time. Cor- yes. <laughs> Yes, I know exactly what you're reading. And uh-huh. talk about the polar opposite faded mates. Oh my God. Felt like I was in bed with them experiencing every touch and thrust <laughs> and just was weeping with joy that they were together. That's a hard read when you're reading something like this too. I mean, maybe if he wasn't constantly yeah. dirty talking her, it would be different, but most of his conversations with her were either belittling her or like doubting her or uh, maybe she was trying to make him like a dominant, like a Dom sort of character because he went from that straight to the dirty talk. And it was never like the sweet dirty talk. It was just like the wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, dirty talk. But I still also thought his dirty talk was the best part about him because Otherwise, it was just, I don't know. I didn't care for what he had to say. Yeah, I I didn't (laughs) think that was the best part about him. I don't have a best part about him, I guess, to comment on. I don't know. But yeah, I um, should we rate this book? Yes, you go first. Must I? (laughs) I, I'm going to give them half a dry panty. Oh, wow. Okay. So you really didn't. Well, I didn't give them a no. God, I just got (laughs) done telling you what I like. (laughs) listen to me damn it yeah um i'm trying to get away from giving people negative panties because you know i have done that in the past and i'm like okay these people are trying hard to get their work out there but i would only Mm -hmm. give it a half a thong okay you okay so i would give it actually two and a half wet panties but only because i really liked his talk. i didn't have a problem with that aspect of him i didn't like anything else about him (laughs) (laughs) as long as he only dirty talked you it would be fine yes believe me i have looked at men stand there yeah i have looked at men and thought please don't speak please please just do not speak through the whole encounter for the love of god 
<laughs> so yeah, I get it. Or in his case, you'd want him to speak. I would want him to speak during the entire encounter, but not any other than that. Like, <laughs> all right, I got it. Once your foot hit the hit the uh, bedroom yes. threshold, you <laughs> feel feel free to pontificate to your heart's content. But otherwise, shut yeah. Your and mouth. for me, it's like as soon as we make eye contact, please don't speak. I'm all up in the fantasy of what it's going to be and who you are in my head. I don't want your reality at all. <laughs> I have such a good imagination. Trust me. I mean, yeah. it's so good. Let me tell you. Once again, I don't know why this happens, but I had a sex dream again a couple weeks ago. And once again, I was the only one in it. <laughs> what? Just <laughs> that? I, do. I don't know why. I've literally <laughs> never heard oh, of yeah. that. Uh, multiple, uh, more, more times than not. I don't understand. And I wake up, I'm like, what the fuck? Even, <laughs> even in my dreams, like, I can't have a man that lives up to my, ex my expectation. Oh my God. Talk about unattainable. Even your dream. <laughs> Why do you think I'm single and not oh. dating? It's like, dude, I feel oh sorry God, for I'm you. I'm laughing so hard. I'm so sorry to have shared that with you, but I thought it was pretty important. That <laughs> no wonder these bookmen don't live up to your expectations. Oh my God, either. some of them do. Trust me. Oh my God, that's oh. hilarious. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so do you have anything else no. you want to say about this book? <laughs> or in general? No. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I hope to God my grandchildren never listen to us. That's all I got to say. Same. <laughs> Same. <laughs> don't let them know we do this podcast for God's sake. Oh, oh they already my know. God. <laughs> they don't listen to us, do they? I, no, I God, don't think I hope so. not. I'm sure. I mean, come on. One of your grandchildren is a teenager. She doesn't even listen to me in person. Why would she tune hey, in? I can't you... even go to your house because she hates me so much. <laughs> How do you think I feel? Like, I guess I can't go to Rachel's because Claire's there. <laughs> you guys are opposite ends of the spectrum. You want to listen to my voice <laughs> randomly. No, you do. <laughs> And my children don't want to hear my oh, voice Oh, well, at they all, will. So. They'll come back to you. I don't even bother to ask you about you listening to my voice. So it's okay. Some things <laughs> you don't want to know. <laughs> I, I do get to listen. But, I, you know, I listen to this a lot more because I do all the editing. Yeah. So by the time I finish editing the episode, I don't want to hear it again. But that has nothing to do with your voice. It's just in general, I'm over it. <laughs> That's fine. I understand that. I praise for our yes. listeners. <laughs> I hope we have listeners. I don't. I don't even know at this point. Oh my goodness! So shall we talk about our next book? Do you want me to say? Yeah, the next because book? I'm torn between two of them, and I don't remember which one we picked. Okay, so the next book is "The Lady and the Orc" by Finley. Oh, I Fenn. think right. Okay, I, I'm the one that yeah. said, "Hey, do you want to read this book next?" And then, when yes, I was you did. <laughs> my um. My Kindle library, I'm like, wait a minute, there's two orc books that I've downloaded. I'm not sure which one, which one we're going to do. But yeah, that's it. I've never read an orc book. I don't even know what an orc is. Okay, so I haven't read an orc oh, book either. So I, I googled it. And so 
orcs are actually oh wait i i kind of like want... no go ahead i'll just say that when i googled it i was actually fascinated to know that orcs came into like the most popularity because of lord of the rings really but they were around before then in like um mythology and what have you so there was things about orcs before the lord of the rings was written but that was what really catapulted them to so when that book that trilogy came out that was like one of the that was i was in high school i vividly remember reading those books and that was like the only trilogy it was a big deal because it was a trilogy and now you're lucky if you can only find a trilogy ain't that yeah, but truth. oh my god those books were great yeah i didn't read them what? because i tried and i'm not smart enough to keep any of it straight so i Frenchie. gave up <laughs> What did I tell you about the book I'm reading? I've got 12 pages of notes already. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a great book. Okay. Uh, but I did try like a really long time ago to read those books. So maybe now, and I've also watched the movie, so maybe that would help me kind of understand what's going on. Uh, he was so like incredible as a writer because he like developed his own language. Yeah, he, he's, I think that, he... That makes it harder for me to keep everything straight. Yeah, but look at all these authors now that all of them have their own language. Why do you think we can't pronounce anybody's name? Because everybody has yeah. their own language. Yes. And he was, those books were great. If you have not read that trilogy, people out there who may or may not be listening to us, please go read it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I am also interested in... There's a new TV show coming out yes. in September. I want to say that yes. looks really good. That's Holy in my class. That's based on the that series. Did you read The Hobbit? No. What? I read know. The Hobbit first. I'm disappointed in myself. <laughs> I... <laughs> Add all those books to your reading list, please. You're okay. You're reading well, seven know, million other say, things. You're to reading read. encyclopedia. Okay. All right. So um, since we are done, I'm just going to do yes, the wrap please. up. Okay. So you can rate and review us on Apple podcast and Spotify. Our Instagram is at bonded books, podcast, Facebook group is the parlor. There's a link to that in the show notes. And like I said, I'm going to put Brenda's completed Yay, challenge Brenda. board in the group. So you can get an idea of what to read for your own challenge. And if you have a book suggestion, we're always yes, open. Yes, we are to suggestions and so you can email us at bonded books podcast at gmail.com or you could send us a message on instagram with a book suggestion okay. too sounds lovely all, all right, right everyone take care mm -hmm.